Hey guys, Sean here for another episode of the Any Given Monday podcast. We just finished up our interview, myself and Eric. Eric will be on the podcast recording with Austin Doyle. And um, the last couple of minutes, they gave me awful abuse in the outro. So I was like, you know what, Eric, you're not doing the intro this time. You're, you're gone. I'm going to take care of the intro. I'm going to keep this one very short and sweet before we get into this great conversation we had with Austin. That name may ring a bell for you guys because he did do another episode with us last year. Uh, it was just himself and Eric talking about the Art O'Neill challenge and his, his 12-hour quest challenge and all the rest. A fantastic interview that in itself um, but this one I'm not going to give you any any spoilers in this one so I'm going to say you will enjoy it before we do we hit the straight into that interview and the, the producer as all, and all the rest and the intro music and all go straight into that um, in, interview I just want to say very quickly um, congrats to our previous guest Connor Jameson who was also mentioned on this podcast when you hear CJ that's straight to Connor he was on the podcast a week ago at the moment he's the very top of the leaderboard in Ireland in the CrossFit uh, games the CrossFit Open games so he's at the top of it he did the I think he, t- he told me he did the, the body weight challenge I'm not too sure what it is, a specific name for that in CrossFit but basically just because there's different weights and stuff and obviously over here in Ireland with gym has been locked down um, he couldn't have all the specific ways to compete with that so he's doing the bodyweight version and he's like literally number one in his category in Ireland so congrats Connor keep up the great work it, that is one of our top downloaded podcasts so um, I think it's top three anyway in terms of the first two three weeks that's been released it's been that high to download hits so if you haven't listened to that episode of the podcast after you listen to today's episode with Austin Doyle do give that one a listen to guys and like I said the very start short and sweet, sweet we're going straight into today's episode of any given run day. Right, Eric, once again, we've got another weekly episode of the podcast. You've got another friend on. Who do we have? It's one of our previous uh, previous offenders. So we have Ozzy Doyle back. We haven't had him on in a year. So uh thought it was good to recycle some of our some of our friends. They felt a little bit left out there <laughs> over the last year. So uh we're getting Ozzy back. Actually. Funny enough, because the last time we had Ozzy on, we couldn't shut him up. So we thought we actually need to give him another episode to try and finish the tales from last year. So uh, we uh, we got Ozzy back on. Ozzy, how are you? How are you, lads? Are you well? Not too good, bad. Good, good. I, I can relate to you. You know, you did like the, for those that listen to the podcast before, you know, you did 12-hour quest things. We were doing running for 12 nonstop hours and canoeing and all the rest. And you did the, the Art O'Neill thing and all that. I, I could totally relate to that because... Um, I have six chickens myself, and, and, and how's the farm life going for you? Well, look, it's the trek every morning out to get the fresh eggs, to come back in, to have the breakfast. There's nothing as yellow as the eggs you get yourself at home. You just can't buy in the shop. No, no, it's a certain je ne sais quoi to those eggs. Are you yeah, trying out the chickens? Eh, geez, there, I, was, I was out today with them trying to, I let them out to get a bit of grass, and I have the young guy with me, like, and sure, I'm holding the baby, and I'm trying to scooch them back in, and it's, it's like a... It's like to kick a football, except the football can run any direction and fly over a full ground. <laughs> Impossible. I need I need to help, like I needed to call in help to get the eight chickens back into the coop. But uh, no, it's good crack though. It's like in, in a pandemic, what else would you be at? Like get a few chickens, a few pigs. So hold on, you said you said you preferred pigs. Why pigs over chickens? Well, I don't know, bacon, like. Oh, like you're talking about actually eating. You always All want right. what you can't have. He has the yeah. chickens already, so obviously chickens he already has them. Yeah, oh, exactly. pigs as well. yeah, pigs. A couple of micro pigs. Yeah, pigs, sausage. They're, they're kind of more characters. Like you can like 
you, you, you know have that, a cracker to pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great. I, I was out today just like feeding them and topping up the water and cleaning out the house and stuff. And like they were loving it in the sun. They'd lie down. The glove is scratched. Like, so you just come up the end. You'd be just rubbing them like on top of the head between the ears and they'd lie down the ground like, oh, they're, they're great. Crack, like. Little, well, do they know what's in, little do they know what's in store in two months' time. <laughs> Good thing it's not January, it's, Sean. It's, 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 obviously, the beach holiday they're putting on weight. That's They don't know what's coming up to beach holiday. What did you training, think that was talking about? No, 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 yeah, they're not training. training. They're getting too fat. Come here. I see you have uh, I see you have the disco strap on the old Garmin. Are you on holidays? Are you training? Or are you I just farming? I I just couldn't take it off. I just I love a party like you have to you have to celebrate the small things these days. You have to get enjoyment where you can. So I kept yeah, I kept the party strap on. Yeah. So the party strap, so those who can't see uh Ozzy's wearing the aluminous yellow Garmin. Uh, <laughs> my strap broke and I can't find my disco strap and I'm absolutely raging so uh, I'll have to get the, a new strap for it the thing, so come here the thing about, thing about having a bright yellow strap because uh, I'm I'm left handed I don't know if that ruins the story before I tell it but you wear the strap on the wrong hand uh, as everyone looks at you and people look at you like I was in the dentist one day the dentist there you know clawing away at my teeth like and I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm there leaning back like I needed to do it for overseas and uh He's there. Jesus, see your left hand. And I was like, that's mad. I must, because I brush my left hand, I must be missing something on the right or something. <laughs> How do you know that? Oh, you're wearing your bright, luminous yellow watch on your right hand. <laughs> you right-handed people, you just don't know how easy you have it. We just don't know. Uh, that was Eric's death. That you would be like, oh, I just know. I just know. He would never oh, yeah. set the watch for his support. Oh, he'd oh, make it. Yeah, 100%. Make think of some sort of a gun, I guess. Start brushing the other side of your mouth a bit more now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, come here. How is training? This is the question we needed to know because we haven't seen much of you. But how is training a new baby? How are you finding to fit it all in? Mm. Uh, good now I suppose I'm probably I'm probably blessed that uh, the wife is big into training herself so we kind of like the way I'm doing it at the moment I suppose I was training for the Ultras last year and then kind of obviously everything didn't go ahead so and with the, the limits I got fairly sick of just running like a triangle outside in the race course and you can do that but to go out and do a 50 or 60k train every weekend like and I've no hills near me to kind of do that. So kind of just ease back on the legs on the distance way. So the way I'm doing now, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is gym. Um, kind of lower body Monday, uh, Friday. And then I do my recovery run on a Tuesday, intervals Thursday. And then longer runs the weekend or else I'll swap to Thursday and uh, the longer run. Just to, I'm doing a race series at the moment. So um, just been kind of doing flat out sprints. It's like one long 5K interval or one 8K interval as I did today. Uh of uh, intervals but yeah so it's good because so Louisa she's fl- mad in the training as well so she's uh, she's back running and cycling now after giving birth 15 weeks ago so she's flat out so she's kind of <laughs> she, oh, she's brilliant amazing uh, I'm pure awe of the woman after uh, seeing her give birth um, but uh, like so she kind of knows if I don't train you know every, at least once every second day that I'll, I'll just be going batshit crazy mm-hmm. um, so I just did the gym, the gym, I sorry, the gym at home as well. So that's that's a great help. It's not as if I'm driving 20 minutes or half an hour to go somewhere with the full squat rack and all the dumbbells. I, I suppose I invested fairly heavily in a, a set of uh, one of those adjustable dumbbells and a daily weight vest and, and the squat rack with all the weight. So I've gotten uh, I've gotten here at home to make bits myself on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then just because I work in the car or in Newbridge, 
it's grand to go running there on a Tuesday and Thursday and then just do the, the, the race series to begin. So still flat out training. Um, just, I suppose I, I've signed up for two races later in the year. Um, I'd be confident enough to book ahead. One is the Seven Sisters in Donegal. Um, off the top of my head, I can't actually remember what it is, but it's it's more than 16 weeks away because I haven't started training for it yet. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a, I think it's 50, 53 or 4K. Uh, it's over the seven sisters in Donegal, so it's four thousand meters climb. So I can't wait for that. It was it actually went ahead last year. Uh, four thousand meters. Yeah, yeah, four thousand meters. So uh, what's Mount Errigal is the big one. Uh, it went ahead last year, but it was it was during the period when Kildare and the Leash. I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah, yeah, really lovely, yeah. Yes, we we had a, a lockdown 1.5 here before the whole country went moved to lockdown too. So it was during that, so I couldn't leave to go up to Nigal, so I missed that. Uh, and then uh, I'm doing the Dingle Marathon in September, I think. So that's the only things I signed up for. So just doing this virtual series now at the moment. Uh, I got a coach for the gym because I suppose because my time, like previously, I would just gone training for three hours a day, like I just you know and. And Lou would have gone for a long cycle and it was grand. But, you know, my time isn't my time anymore. And, uh, you know, I wanted to train for an hour, hour and a half a day or every second day. And I wanted that time to count or, you know, be productive as I could. So that's why I just got a coach and he knows my goals. And kind of Monday, Friday, lower body. Wednesday is an upper body. So it kind of fits in for the run on the Tuesday and Thursday and then rest on a Saturday and do the fireman and then uh, <laughs> go flat out for the race series on a Sunday. So that's kind of what I've been doing for the last geez, three months, four months now at this stage. Are you finding yourself, so when we started out this as a year and a half ago, Sean was taking the approach of the gym junkie. So he was doing his upper bodies, lower bodies, running his 10Ks, similar to what you were kind of doing. But you were after being your 50K weekends, 60K weekends. Do you notice a difference in yourself in terms of your ability and the endurance wise with this kind of new training with the gym and the running or how do you think you're going to fare out with the long distance? Uh, I or are you going to have to do the longer? Oh yeah, I'll have to like, well, on Thursday there now, I just for a test, I, I went out and did a half marathon uh, at lunchtime just to, ah, yeah, as you do. To, well, like, cause I, because I, I, I genuinely just love, like it's, it's two hours or an hour and a half of your day or just, I know, I know headphones around, just go out and run around the countryside looking at other farmers, see what they do, get a few tips. Uh, <laughs> just, like, it's just great peace and you just Ask think... You, it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think I, I mentioned it, like you're just, you know, you're doing maths in your head about how long it's going to take you to finish the run or whatever, but you're just thinking about, you know, life and I suppose for many people are cooped up at home these days or working from home, just getting out for that run and that little... It's just you and you, like, there's no... It's not a race. You're just getting out your yeah you're, you're going towards your goals or you're going in the direction you want there but it's it's your time there's no there's no phone with you there's no distractions it's just you out in the countryside if you have, if you can go to the countryside or a park or whatever like it's just a great thing for your head like to get out and just go for a run like uh, everyone has different releases obviously like so like I, I probably do enjoy the gym more I, I enjoy lifting weights but then if I could do Mount Errigal every day or the Seven Sisters every day, that would be probably the best thing. Like, but that's not feasible, like, really. And do you think? How do you feel after that half marathon? Did you think all the the weights you've been doing made a difference in it? Were you feeling it in the legs a bit more? Were you like, oh, the endurance is there? It's not there. Uh, surprised it was there. Yeah, because I suppose I hadn't. I ran a ten k there three weeks ago. That was that's it. That's the longest I've ran. 
maybe. You know, I, I've tried on our 12 and 15 somewhere this stage, but like that 21 was the first they ran this year, I'd say maybe. Uh, but no, I, I was just my, I check in with the coach every Friday, like and on the Friday morning or Friday after I finished the gym, just uh, not a single niggle. Now he's giving me a lot of uh, single leg stuff um, just to build up abductors and stuff like that, like or adductors. Uh, so like the gym program he's giving me while there is compound deadlifts and squats and bench and stuff in it. A lot of other things like uh, step ups and glute bridge and stuff like that. It is tailored towards me going back into the long run and later in the year. Like, so definitely it's built towards that direction as well. But obviously I told him I wanted bigger arms. So, you know, he has to have that fit in there too. The disc, the disc almost. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't matter if it's lower body, core day, bicep curls have to get in there somehow, some way. It's like is it bicep curls, the gym? let's go. Is <laughs> it even the gym? That's all I do. I just I, do bicep curls. No, but definitely you have to like to, to like if you're, your average cadence, I think as they say for a good run is 178 steps per minute. If you're running for two hours, pounding on the feet, I'm 70 five kg at the moment like that's a lot of and the four times your way sean you probably know off the top of your head, the four times your way and you're running the the contact I know, head, but i've heard two or four that like figure, that. but i'd be i i i'd be lean close to the four definitely well yeah. over two but i, so I don't know the exact number toes yeah if you're running for four hours 178 steps a minute 75 kg you need strength in your legs like like uh, and i just just for my goals like if you're a little whippet of a thing fair enough you might do something different but I think putting the weight through the, the 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 joints is very important, and then obviously any compound movement you're looking at your core for two hours of a run, you need a strong core as well to keep you upright, get the air in, and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I've said this a few times the podcast. I think a lot of people during that first lockdown, they just went hell for leather in the runs and just built the mileage too fast. I didn't have that combination of leg exercises. And, and that's when a lot of injuries came in. I know injuries happen with running, it's part of parcel, but I think it happened a lot quicker because the mileage and stuff went up. When you do your, your lower body on, on a Friday, um, is it like single leg stuff? Do you pull back a bit compared to Monday after doing intervals on Thursday and long run the weekend? Is, is it separated that way or is it just how do you feel? The, the program's set, so I'll, I won't go easy on a Thursday now and I've got something on a Friday and vice versa. Like, But I found, I tracked my food for three months just to kind of get back in the swing of what portion they should be eating and I, I was eating too little so it wasn't actually what I was doing on Thursday uh, for the hour sprints it was what I was eating the 24 hours around that like getting ready for my next session was actually more important or making the bigger difference so uh, yeah it's a lot of single leg stuff there is uh, there was my technique in deadlift he, he fixed something that so I'm doing like a pause deadlift at the moment but everything else is single leg step ups there's split leg RDLs uh, glute bridges, boat legs. Uh, but yeah, it's, there's more single legs and compound, I suppose, on it. Yeah, talk about but that. Little, um, sorry, it's just, just I think that's something rare. I think I've got to spark a few people's um ears when you said I eat too little. What, what, what do you mean exactly? Do you mean like you're doing too much? Like not too much, but because you're training five, six days, it's just you need to get more food on than you were getting on. Uh, and you didn't feel as hungry as you're forced the food in. Eric's talked about something before trying to force more food in. Or are, do you look at it in terms of total calories? What way you do more food I, in? I've, 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 uh, I was on two five, 2,500 calories. And now it was a kind of a tough one because I, I talked to my coach and he's a new father. Well, he's a year and a bit now, but he gone through it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I am tired. But I don't know if it is just the, the lack of sleep as well. So he was like, 
sure what harm up a bit of food and see how we get on. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, it was grand. Uh, so I went from two five to eight, not a massive jump, uh, very small percentage. Uh, high enough, it's 50, no, 40, 40, 30, 30 split, 40 uh, carbs, 30, 30. So in the past, I would have done higher protein when I was doing less running. But obviously you need the quick release, slow release kind of energy sources for the long stuff. I would have gone a bit adaptive maybe at the end of last year. Uh, But kind of drifting away from that now because I'm doing more shorter stuff or the interval stuff. And then the the race series, there's nothing more than a 10K fire duathlon that's on the bike like so kind of lowering the fact but uh for two eight it's uh, i can't remember the exact grams of each each macro now but i kind of find now that i'm lose track and food as well like so it's very handy if she has dinner cooked i'll just copy it off her fitness pal so that's just a godsend as well but generally i have the same breakfast then for a monday wednesday friday i'll usually have a protein smoothie which would be a scoop protein a banana frozen fruit and milk but I won't have milk. I kind of find that the milk actually doesn't, I think Tom Dixon actually spoke this. Uh, I don't find milk sits in my gut when I go flat out running. So gotcha. on a Tuesday, Thursday, or before my run the weekend, my 11 o'clock snack is usually rice cakes, peanut butter and banana. So I've got my my banana, my rice cake is my carbs, and then the bit of fat and the peanut butter is my, is my if for the long run, then say on a Thursday, or, or if it is long run, I've got the bit of fat in there as well. So they're the kind of only changes I make on my snacks. Uh just to get extra in, you're looking at a bit of um, hummus and carrots. That's nearly a go-to snack these days, and apple, stuff like that. But then running days, I'll have 80 grams of rice, and then gym days, I might just down at 60, just because there's less there's less fuel or eating or less carbs lead to those days. So I'll maybe an extra turkey burger, extra chicken. So they're the kind of little change you make every day, but generally over the week, it's the same thing. For those listening and going, holy crap, that's a lot Sorry, of detail yeah. <laughs> in terms of no, no, no. I mean, I mean in a good way. I mean in a good way. Um, in terms of you get to that stage and 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 differentiating, even like eighty grams of rice on on running days to sixty grams of strength days. I, I know we've talked a little bit about your, your well, Eric, and you have on, on a previous episode. But how long did it take you to to dial right in with your body and know what works? Like even down to like the, the milk and flour runs in terms of start and running to now like is that a long process or is that something that a coach came to you and was like do this this, this. I, you're like oh that works i i'd say i first time i did it was about three years ago uh i went to a coach sorry to answer your question in short uh got fat tested off him at the time i was lifting say five times a week so he would have get the same fellow i'm actually he's programmed for me now um he would have put me on a certain macros would have got on my fitness pal uh, would have tinkered around things and then retested uh, the the fat test again. There were two weeks or two months down the line, say whatever it was, uh, and then you'd, you'll have a gauge of what way you're going. It, like if you're properly into the composition of your body, um, so I would have learned a lot from then. I I just I have a big interest in food myself. Uh, I did a nutrition course myself, not to not to go online and uh, program for anyone, just a pure interest. I did it yeah. myself. Went, did online, it then went up to, I can't remember what it was called, uh, but did an exam, passed it and just, or obviously passed it, but uh, like it was a very simple thing, like, uh, and just, just to, because it was something, I'm, if I'm putting that much effort into it, like if you're training six days a week and they say the most important part is the other 23 hours, 
you might as well have a bit of knowledge about like would you go invest 25 26 grand in a car and just say yeah sure i'll take that one it's just if you're investing your body i was just like ah sure you know i'm eating seven times a day i might as well know what i'm doing with like you know so i kind of that's where i kind of have my own little kind of knowledge of it Um, yeah if people know why you're doing it and then you that's what you did the background if you know why you're having this much or whatever it is i just find that people have more of a buy-in into it there and then you're gonna put more effort into it instead of just being told you're doing that and that's it it's kind of like well why why yeah. this and what's the different changes in it yeah but i'm sure you, you said it in the past before as well yourselves like if you're only getting into it uh, the, if people are trying to put on weight or lose weight like your total calorie goal like that's a good start in a way. and then when you're coming down to the CJ's being top of his uh, top of his uh, CrossFit Games leaderboard, uh, that's that's when you're looking at your uh, your macros and what's actually fueling your performances. Like, um, just uh, I might as well throw in there give CJ a bit of nutrition advice. But uh, look, you know, I was there from the beginning. And <laughs> <laughs> I still matter. Ozzy, Ozzy gave him the, the leg up there a couple of years ago, but he also chatted to me there a little while ago. My little uh, calorie meals. My little calorie meals, Ozzy was like, yeah, a little turkey bagel in the morning be good. And all of a sudden, the je ne sais quoi bagel was on Instagram. I was like, thanks, Oz. There we go. Between, between the eggs and the turkey burgers, there's now a bit of poultry safe in the country, do not you? <laughs> <laughs> but it is absolutely brilliant. But it's like you said about the nutrition course. It's something we didn't learn in school. Like if you did biology, you learned about what a protein was. You learned about mm. carbohydrates, but you never learned about how it affected your life, how it affected your moods, how it affected your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, like most of the stuff we learned is through marketing. So you buy into whatever someone is selling you. And like I've been at one of the biggest lessons I got was in the states um, with food because good food was so expensive, and I've never appreciated home so much until I lived away. Because if you wanted four fresh chicken fillets, it would cost like fifteen, sixteen dollars. And right. the chicken we the chicken we would chicken we would have to buy was in a bag frozen and probably laid eggs for two years before it was frozen and it was uh, not the greatest. And then when we read what was in it, like it was pumped full of everything. Like it was it was just bizarre. And then I started thinking about with a conversation a couple of conversations with you as well as it's like you were saying stay away from processed foods and I was like geez that's hard you know when you're in a hurry and you know sometimes it's easy to throw in and I was like now that I've started the meal prep and I've been doing it for the last three four weeks the difference in my body my mood my energy my training has been phenomenal I have more energy than I ever have Um, the processed foods I actually feel guilty if I'm going to go for the processed foods because I'm wasting calories I'm like yeah. if I if I have four turkey burgers, that's the same as a steak and kidney pie, or you know, like and, and if you eat processed food as well, uh, it's obviously coming from a factory. You're not supporting the farmers like me and Sean out there. All <laughs> 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 foods, man. All foods. Yeah, but it's it <laughs> cut is, out the middlemen. It, it is absolutely amazing, and it's it's something that I've tried to bring into the house, and I've I've, I've sent it on to my sister there as well about like because she was like. Oh, I'm, I'm struggling with my weight and she was like that she was actually under eating for the last three four months and she didn't even know and then she and started bad, calories. bad it's probably a bad way to say it but it, it like under eating is as uh bad, another word for bad like, for the, the yeah progress. like yeah your 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 trends good like if you're training you're under eating your trends obviously not going to be where it could be but if like if you're under eating just to you know day to day like your your body needs a certain amount of calories to just wake up in the morning, walk downstairs, 
walk to work or drive the car to, to con- like your brain needs fat to work every day like just to to talk to people to engage look at the traffic lights yeah that's green like it, your body just needs calories every day so under eating is even worse nearly than overeating like mm. yeah it is and it's, it's something she's realized so she has three young kids as well all the youngest turned seven today and a baby and one older she's doing two school runs her step count is about 20 to 25 to thirty thousand a day Never off of a PAT. I would only get that doing a, a half marathon plus in the terms of a step count to my average. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, and it's absolutely, she was like, I don't think I'm eating enough. I was like, I definitely don't think you're eating enough. But yeah, oh, she, and then she found it so difficult to, um, to match like the amount of good food she could actually eat for today. She's like, I can't eat anymore. Yeah, <laughs> here's a bit of peanut butter and a rice cake and she's like oh yeah, yeah. you know like, yeah. <laughs> it is a, it is amazing thing and it, it, a lot of people are always focused on we need to be under the calories need to be under calories and it's it's something i was very bad at sean always kept getting on to me about because i would just skip breakfast and off i'd go run a half marathon come back and then eat crap processed and i'd, I'd be making my calories i've but, done it but like then you're on a shite like Mm. Yeah, look at look at your splits and your heart rate. It's it's your heart rate's gone up and your splits are gone down, like, and yeah, that is because your body is running on fumes, like. Yeah, it's mm. it's just it's something that is really really hit home in the last little while. Especially living away when we had no choice but to eat the process, and I was like, that's it. When I come home, we'd had a couple of com- conversations. I was like, I have to make my own meals. I have to know everything that's gone in. There's a couple of little elements that I don't mind, like the microwavable rice, because when you're in work on the go or whatever it is, it's handy for portions. It's ready and it's microwavable. You take the hit on the little bit of processed if you can. That's not even, yeah. Do you know, like, wouldn't, it's, even, wouldn't even, yeah, wouldn't even count that. Yeah, so it's, it's little tricks like that that I don't mind and I'm, I'm, I'm pickier on the processed food I put into the body, but it's a, it is a little thing that people, it's an eye up and it's the biggest eye opener I've ever had. I was never taught about it, really. You know, yeah. I, I knew good food, I knew bad food, and I knew, you know, but but but, but, but on the other side, though, like cycling food is good as bad isn't good either. Like it's, it, you know, it's, no, absolutely, there's, there's food that gets you where you want it, and there's food there isn't. That's the kind of way I look at it. And now, I, during lockdown, just because you know, I because I I'd say it's an off season for me at the moment. Like I'll have uh, the 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 neighbors are very good bakers and. She made, uh, is it? I can't remember. It was, it was genuinely the nicest biscuit I've ever had. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur on biscuits. I, probably my first biscuit was when I was 13. I've probably had a biscuit every year since then, but this was the nicest biscuit I've ever tasted. My, and like, you know, it's, you have to, like, the small things there, but like, you can fit these things in as well. Like, you know, but don't say good and bad food. Just say, is that biscuit going to get me to where I want to be? <laughs> that's the way you might look at it I know, but there, there is but there is there is a there is like there is a lot of language that could be used better about food as well uh, and there's like you know there's there's a lot of things about fat shame and stuff and I like whereas I won't say I'm qualifying a lot of things I was fat and like any of the any people who say oh this is fat shame it's genuinely like being fat is hard it's a lot harder than being skinny and not that I'm skinny because I'm ripped. No, I'm not ripped. But like you know, it's, <laughs> being being fat is is like like just generally getting out of bed is harder when you're fat, and then you're not. Or maybe it's like fat's probably a bad word to say, but like when you're overweight, it, everything's harder. Uh, like so, 
but like I think a lot of it is down to the language around different things. You should be happy in what you're aiming for. It's a hard one at this day and age. Yeah, it's hard to not offend people around it. Um, I'm about to tiptoe around as well. I mean, at a certain point, it is unhealthy. Like you, you are more, um, you're more likely to, you know, to 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 get sick with different diseases and everything else that comes with that with with increased weight. And that is just that part of it is 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 fact. And you're recovering. How you approach it, yeah, but like how you approach it is 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 um is something you have to tiptoe around in in this day and age. But no one can do it on themselves. Yeah. And you have to want to do it, I think, is yeah, the want the want is there. You know, people will say, I'll give it a go. Sure, even my dad, I don't mind. He doesn't listen to podcasts. He always has an old Nokia, so he doesn't even, can't access these. But um, he, <laughs> he'll throw he, Nokia. He'll, he'll throw that Nokia at you and you'll be sorry. <laughs> I bet a score of Snake is pretty good, though. But he, uh, he was like, I'll do this with you now from Monday. And uh, I think he got to Wednesday and he was like, ah, here, I'm sick of this. Tur- I'm going to turn into a turkey of eating on a turkey burger. <laughs> but the point is, he didn't want to do it. He liked the idea of trying to eat healthy, but you have to want to do it. And it's, it is something like motivation only gets you so far. Mm. It's, it's that want to make the right choice, the right choice for what you want to achieve. And that's yeah. what I think it is. Um, and it's, it takes some people longer. Some people need the motivation. Some people need someone checking in with them all the time until they develop that, that own want themselves. But it is that want to do it. Cause I know Sean, Sean tried to beat me when we, when I was, unhealthy Eric and he was like all right and then what works with Sean with me is he stopped hounding me and I was like all right I just have to do it myself you know like and it was I just made that choice then I was determined to lose that weight and then 30 days I just said right I'm gonna go for it and it's it's just progressed since then and but that that want was never there for a year or two and you'd be getting yourself and you know it's it's just it's a vicious circle when you are in that stage and I do it is harder as you said it's definitely harder to be fat than it is to be skinny or overweight to yeah, Austin's yeah. point, though, that the narrative changed then with you was more kind of like, well, we're going to the gym four times a week and we're getting stronger and stuff. And then, like, the food was getting there in terms of, okay, well, you know, we did, you know, like, you started getting heavier on the barbell squats and stuff and getting the technique right and that. I was like, okay, well, let's see this week if we can get a little bit heavier and that. And then the food was going well afterwards. You're like, I want to feel good and have the nutrition afterwards to get better the squats and stuff. And then everything else came with it. So, to, to Austin's point there, it's, you know, good food, bad food, and then having the narrative behind, okay, let's change the conversation to, you know, different goals and stuff, and it will result, like, if you're increasing your running and you're conscious of, okay, I want to get the right fuel in to increase my run, I have the, the turkey rash with the bagels, and I want to be able to do a 5K in a certain amount of time, stuff like that. Once you start thinking positively towards those goals, eventually the, the the weight will have to drop because you're you're working harder at it and the body starts to adapt and, and and that's what I think works more than you're fat, lose the weight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A goal a goal or how was it? Uh, a goal or a plan is a dream. Yes. That was almost as good as uh Connor, <laughs> Connor's one the other week with the with the race or what was the race horse and that uh, eat 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 like uh Feeding uh, like a show pony and trying to train yeah. like a racehorse. Start right now. We got a good saying a week off of, of every guest going on. Any given training day quote books coming on sale next week, lads, in a bookstore <laughs> near you. 
But it is good. But uh, so you've talked about Seven Sisters coming up. So when you, what's what's the, what's the next step now? You're going to stick with the weights now for the next month or two, and then or what's? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, this is the second last week of that race series. So next week is a duathlon. I don't know what the distances are yet. It was two k run, fourteen k cycle, and four k run last time. So I'd say it'd be something around that. Um, I think my sixteen. Actually, I'll check my Garmin. I think sixteen weeks from the uh, from the Seven Sisters is soon enough. Uh, could be next month. Yeah, it's the end of next month, 20, 27th of April is when I start to um, train for that. But again, it's going to be recovery run Tuesday, interval Thursday, and then it'll be a long run on the uh, Sundays. So I'll stick to my... You'll keep the weights? Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah. Now I'll probably tic-tac with the coach and see how we're Which getting was, on. Yeah. The, first, the first few months... Your long run is probably a ninety-minute run at the most uh, up till the first two months. Now it, it's the way Garmin is. You know yourself. You can't put in yeah. the ultra. Uh, yeah. So I have a just a marathon that, and I might later on just start uh, putting in a long run on a Saturday and a long run on a Sunday just to to get the miles into the legs. That's the, that's that's the plan for the summer anyway, and then obviously I have to do a bit of the barrel. And yeah, well, I was just up. about to say I've signed, I've signed up, up for that. Bit, uh, and I suppose bit. when we get out of this lockdown, I'll have to go cycling. But I can't wait to go cycling. Uh, yeah, so. I think I think we need to do something wild. I'm not going to say any challenges now, but I think come September, later on in the year, we need to towards the end of the summer, we need to do something wild on the bike now and a serious distance. Triple figures. Triple figures. Lou's, Lou's going to cycle the, uh, what is it? I think it's the Wild Atlantic. No, Mizzen de Malin. Lou's going to cycle that uh, during the summer. Huh? He's an animal. So we're bringing, we, we hire here. Best thing we bought during, um, <laughs> God. Best thing we bought, is, this is a joke, the best thing we bought. So lockdown obviously has been going on since uh, 2007. So we bought a, uh, <laughs> we bought a camp van there in October, the end of last hey. year. Uh, actually we bought him in our 5k would you believe so camper van's been sitting outside there uh, haven't gone anywhere in obviously because COVID and then we had a kid um, but uh, we're going to a wedding on Thursday her brother's uh, wedding and we're going down to camper van going to be class but the plan is anyway Miz and Malin I think like it's just her and her two friends doing it so driving up to Malin is the north one I think uh, and then Lou's going to start cycling and then at some stage Con will want to have some food so I'll have to drive ahead in the camper van pass out Lou on the bike and give her a thumb out the window and pull in the camper van Lou will feed Con feed Con jump back into the bike and off she goes again and we're going to she's going to do the whole thing we're taking about 10 days she thinks about, about 10 days to do it so we're taking two weeks off work and, my uh, god oh, she's she's done I'll bother her as well I think we'll be, we be doing a live we we'll be doing live interviews with Jews in the van that's going to be great <laughs> Great yeah. material for all the fans. Yeah. She, she signed up. She signed up for a uh, beast of the east or hell in the west or something like that. I think it's a half hour in my distance. You know what? You're just doing all the bad weather fronts we've had over the last few years. Go on, <laughs> <laughs> Storm Eric. Uh, I think do you know what it's it's uh, beast or hell in the west. Do you know what it's track line? I think so. I think it's half. I think it's half hour match though. My God. Yeah. Oh, I, like pure, pure auto woman. Like. How did yeah. Malin to Mizzen head on a bike? Like, just like, I have a camper van. What do I do? Cycle alongside her for, for 10 <laughs> days. Like, like, how did that come to her? That's absolute beast. 
I'll side by side the van. Yeah, I'll side by side of her. Sean, there's a pair of us in it, like, you know. I, I can see that. Uh, nah, he's a well-matched. <laughs> 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 that, that baby yours is, is going to be doing Martins by the time it's six, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> there's bets on it going to the Olympics at, at one stage anyway, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put me down for 20. I'm good for yeah. it. <laughs> put us down. Put that on now. I know. He, we're blessed with Con. Like, he's... he's uh, I mean, Firstly, he's happy and healthy. Like, but, like, uh, lads, I can't, I can't explain to you. Just... He'd have you like now here, Lou Lou's feeding him, so I'm getting I get no more sleep. Now. I'm getting more <laughs> sleep, Eric. Uh, <laughs> but uh like he just smiles at you and you're like, oh, I don't even care I'm awake and it's four in the morning. Like it's it's brilliant, like it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Like it's better. It's remember I said the finish line at the Art and was the best thing ever. Mm. That's the second best thing now. Oh, that's, that's a big statement. <laughs> I know, it's, it's some crack, it's deadly. Uh, can't explain to you now. Well, well look, we will... Come on, Sean. I was just going to say, look out for Austin Doyle and his family and Ireland's fittest family in the next couple of years to destroy that competition. <laughs> he, has to, he, has to, he has to bang out another one now to make the cut. I, I think it would be unfair if it was for him. <laughs> it would be unfair if it was another... Yeah. That would be fair to everyone else. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> he... the sister Lydia's flat out as well so I might just get her on the team absolutely yeah yeah she's absolutely. gone big into it now she she really? looks she said something the other day she's like oh, I don't know how we were late at all like and and like Lou's egg and ranch I think Lydia went out for a run like and she did like uh, you know she she wouldn't know she uh, she was big in the horse when she was younger like but she went out running and uh, she went running with Lou and the, the, the girl next door and uh, Lydia's like she's very chatty like I, I'd say I'm very quiet like even though I probably didn't shut up yet but uh, like Lydia she talked the whole 4k run on her first run like and just jogging along like and she, she just she, she totally underestimates how fit she is she's yeah. amazing like she is hard it is hard to run and talk I need to shut myself up just to focus on her run even than some of them that's why I run on my own <laughs> you'd be talking to yourself and answering yourself that's when you know your problems <laughs> well look guys we'll keep in touch over the next little while thanks so much for joining us again on the podcast um, obviously we'll we'll track Lou as well now we'll have to get yeah. her on now we'll have a little before chat if she's if she's willing and able before the yeah. old Miss Malin challenge and uh we, we might even see us in the camper for the old barrel run. Who knows? She's a great idea. Great idea. We might as well get the use out of it. Tell you. <laughs> so, uh, but look, thanks so much for coming on and joining us. It's been, as always, great to listen to your mentality to sport and farming. Um, <laughs> it's been absolutely wonderful. And we'll keep in touch and keep in touch with all the challenges. I'm sure we'll be talking again before the year is out. Hopefully we get out of this lockdown and we just go up the Wicklow Mountains again. Jeez, I can't wait. <laughs> I, actually, can we just go back? You remember when you asked me hike or 50k run? Like, I'd like to run on a 50k hike. Like, like a hiking terrain is what I, what I would prefer. But if so I can run on the hiking terrain, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're still disgusting. I think it's just <laughs> <for me. laughs> no, I didn't know how to answer that one. Thanks for that one, Eric. Austin, thank you very much for this being on this week's episode of the podcast. And for myself, Eric, and Austin, guys. Did he freeze? He just freeze. He just freeze. <laughs> the he did. Say that again. It did not. For- like you just forgot your words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, geez, he's, right. very, he's very still there. Till next time. Take care. Eric, he's after he's after tawing out there now. Yeah, he's tawing out. You ready? <laughs>
Would it ever be the any given training day a podcast if either the intro or the outro Eric didn't slag Sean? <laughs> in fairness like. Here, was, I don't even have to do it anymore he does it to himself <laughs> yeah it's kind of like I know as I'm saying the outro I'm like Eric's going to pick on something here or the intro <laughs> Eric's going to pick on something here I do think about that so much I do mess it up and that, that's my excuse I'm sticking to it <laughs> come on try it again we'll try the outro again <laughs> see now I feel like I'm on the spot now <laughs> people are paying particular attention to every single word I say every single syllable I say Guys, from myself, Eric, and Austin, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. That is it from the three of us. Take care.